Welcome to this installment of Cracking Open, the podcast brought to you by the Sage Circle. In this series, I interview Sage Circle members to find out about their intuitive journey and development. Today's guest is Laura, an intuitive life coach. Laura shares with us how she integrates self-care into her work and how electronics react to her intuition, so much so that it even temporarily shut down the recording of this very episode. Let's jump in to hear more. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information. Welcome to another episode of Cracking Open the Podcast. I am Bo, and I'm so excited to bring one of the Circle members on here today, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Bo. I'm so grateful to be here. This is so much fun just to be able to connect, isn't it? It's amazing, and the platform that you've given everyone to be able to connect on is going to reach so many people, and I'm, it's, it's so great. It's, it's just this huge platform of unconditional love. I absolutely love it. So yeah. let's jump right in. I, I always want to hear about people's intuitive development. When did it start? What was your path in the beginning? Well, um, I mean, growing up, I really didn't have a path and I didn't even know what your life path was um, if someone had asked me before a few years ago. And um, I think my first experience with um, having spirit come through, which is really my first uh, memory of something intuitive, um, was probably about eight to 10 years ago. And um, I was in my uh, in my house, actually. And my daughter and I, we are, we're kind of on the same page and, um, you know, liked uh, watching different mediums. Um, and so we knew that spirit could come through electrical devices like TVs and lights, but um, someone else that I was living with did not know that. And so they were very skeptical and very not open. And so my daughter and I were really trying hard to uh, to explain it and get them to understand like, yes, this is real. This is a thing. And we were getting frustrated that he wasn't being so open to it. And all of a sudden the TV in my bedroom literally had an electrical surge. And I, I had never seen anything like that in my house. I'd been in my house, you know, 18 years at that point, never saw anything that happened like that with my TV and it glitched and it, it like did all sorts of stuff and, and it went off. And my daughter and I looked at each other and we said, see, that that's so-and-so. And I said, that so-and-so that was my dad. And he was like, you guys are crazy, you know? And we knew, and, and I think I've grown into learning that, um, I doesn't matter whether someone believes or doesn't believe. Um, I know the truth and I know what that was. And then there was another, uh, incident again, um, with, someone coming through the TV. It was my grandfather who was a jazz pianist. He was a musician. And my daughter and I were in my mother's house in Florida. And um, I had some sheet music that my daughter was going to learn because my daughter is also a musician. And so she was going to take my grandfather's song and learn it. So I actually had the sheet music from gosh knows how long, 40, you know, 50, 60 years before from when he wrote it. And I had it in my hand 
And I said, I'm going to leave this sheet music right here. And I, the minute I set it down on the table underneath the TV, the TV went crazy, glitched, like this electrical charge came through it. And I looked up and I said, well, Jess, if you're going to fiddle around with the phone, this, my daughter's name is Jess. And I said, why don't you just get a station on? And she goes, mom, I don't have the remote in my hand. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, I, and we're both looking at the TV, it's not even on. And at that very mo moment, I knew that it was my grandfather. Because So what I've learned over time is when I feel and know who it is, I'm usually spot on. If I don't get a, you know, an idea of who it is, then it may be someone else I don't even know. You know, but if I know who it is, I get that answer right off the bat when they come through TVs or lights or anything. So those are the first memories that I can actually remember when spirit came through a, an electrical, uh, as an electrical energy. All right. I, I, I'm jumping back in laughing because the listeners don't know this because it'll be edited out, but you just, we were talking about how electronics when you think about somebody or somebody comes around electronics electronics go wonky and then our zoom session completely shut down closed out shut down gone rebooted back up on its own and now i'm sitting here talking to you again <laughs> yeah that was a little crazy yeah that was a little crazy well the question i wanted to ask was do you think of someone first and then something happens or is it more frequent that something happens and then you you instantly just know who it is both i would say 50 50. it used to be um something happens and then i would know who it was but now it, it's 50 50. sometimes it's the other way around <laughs> yeah uh, i just keep chuckling it's we're talking about electronics and spirits and Oh, the, well, I don't know if you heard me. I don't know if this part got recorded, but you were completely frozen and I was still talking and I didn't realize you were frozen. And then when I realized you were frozen, I got, I was like, I said, um, yeah, maybe spirits here freezing this right now. And then after that, I literally got a validation that this is where I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to be talking to. So it's just, you know, one of those solid, like, okay, I got it. You shut us down, but yet you're telling me to stick with it here and just stay on the path. <laughs> That is fantastic. So moving forward, a couple of uh, experiences, really meaningful ones, especially when you were holding, you know, his sheet music, really meaningful experiences happened. Moving forward, then what kept happening? Well, um, there was a significant experience that happened that allowed me to and guided me actually to your program. And one of that experience was um, I was going on a trip and I was in an Uber one day going to the airport. And since I'm a, a personal development coach, I sometimes get into really intense conversations with people because I ask some pretty powerful questions and it brings us to a really, you know, an important place in their life that maybe they just didn't have the opportunity to talk to someone about. And so sometimes we have these conversations. So I'm in the Uber and the Uber driver is telling me his story that, um, you know, he was moved here from New York and he was really nervous and really scared. And um, all of a sudden I kind of felt like someone, someone was kind of in the car with us and I just kept talking and I kind of, you know, put that aside and we got to a place in the conversation of him having children and he was adamant about not having children. And I 
kind of questioned him to as to why and he said he just didn't think that he was capable of and he wouldn't want to make mistakes and so forth and so further in the conversation um i kind of opened him up to the idea and i felt like part of it wasn't even me talking i felt like some i opened my mouth and someone else was there kind of telling me what to say but yet i really wasn't all that much in control of it it was just coming out and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry am i stepping over the line i'm so sorry that i don't i don't and I don't even know you and I'm I'm telling you to have children and I'm really sorry, like I'm really, like I'm kind of stepping over the line, but I said, um, do you have like a mother that's passed maybe? Because I feel like I'm kind of being guided by someone to say these things and and he validated, yes, my, my mother um, passed a few years before and I said, well, I'm just letting you know, she's here with me and she's literally, you know, um, kind of speaking with me through me that, you know, maybe children is something that you should open your mind back up to and, and think about. And by the end of the Uber ride, which was like 45 minutes, he's, he goes, Laura, you've kind of really changed my mind and really opened up my heart um, on having kids. And he goes, I know my answer originally was no, never. I'm never gonna have children. And now if you ask me that question, I'm going to say I'm open and I'm going to think about it. And I said, that's a huge shift. I mean, that, that went from this to completely the opposite in this. And yeah. I said, well, you know, I said, I do have to say your mother was a big part of this and she did a beautiful job coming through and, and allowing that message to, to get to you. And so that's kind of, um, that was one of the situations that happened with me. And I'd had a lot of different things happening where they would pull me. I didn't even want to take an Uber that day. Okay, so I had called three friends to come pick me up to take me to the airport. I really didn't want to take an Uber. It was in the middle of this pandemic last summer and I was nervous to get into an Uber with someone I didn't know. And everything else didn't have, like I called three friends, none of them could do it. I asked another driver and they couldn't do it. There was a reason why I was meant to be in that Uber that day, that very moment with that person. And so, what happened to me was a lot of times I would get pulled in different directions. Um, and oh, one, one final note, when that happens to me, when that happened that day to me, I hadn't, I, it was before I even started taking your course. So I didn't really know how to handle it. And so it drains me of my energy. It was like really draining. It was exhausting. I got out of the Uber and I was really unfocused because that had taken all my energy out of me. And I walked up to the counter in the airport to check in for my flight and realized I had left my phone in the Uber. So here I was getting on a flight, going away for a weekend and I didn't even have my phone. But the bottom line is I wasn't even upset about it because I knew the reason why I was supposed to be in that Uber that day. And for two, two or three days after that, I didn't even stress that I didn't have my phone because I, it was so worth it just to be there in that moment to give him that message. So that was kind of a changing point in my life. And when I came back from that trip, I started Googling, how do I open up my intuitive, you know, how do I, how do I do this? Because it's pulling me in all these different directions and I'm all over the place. And my daughter was the one that said to me, mom, you have to get in control of this because you're allowing it to control you. You're all over the place with so many different people and you're getting entangled in all their lives. And so she was right. I had, I had to 
educate myself and kind of embrace it so that I knew how to um, approach someone. That, that Uber driver, I didn't even ask him ahead of time, like, hey, would you be open to a message? I didn't even know to do that. I was just speaking. So that was kind of a changing point where I realized, yeah, I got to learn how to do this so I can present this the right way to people. I love that. I love that. And I also really like hearing just the, you're open and receptive. I don't know the right words to put to it, but there's some aspect of love with you that you're open and receptive to love coming through and then being delivered. Does that make sense? Yes, it totally makes sense because that's what I have to lead with. I have to lead with an openness to receive from a place of love and, you know, but, but also learn how to do it and not freak people out, you know, because <laughs> you can't, some people aren't going to be ready to receive a message. So I had to learn like, no, 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 you have to ask, you have to do this in a certain way. And the only way I was going to learn that is to educate myself. And I think it was, I got home from that trip and Googled you and your video dropped in my lap somehow um, on the internet and you're the one I saw. <laughs> it was perfect timing. It was perfect timing. That's the I universe bringing me what I want, what I need at the time of when I need it. Exactly. And yeah. I've been there too uh, years ago where I didn't know to ask. Do you know what I mean? I just... I was just trying to navigate my own intuition. So I completely relate to you. And I know a lot of people listening relate to that as well. Yeah. So, and then you connect with the circle, with the sage circle. That is, yeah, an amazing, amazing thing that goes along with your, your whole amazing intuitive course. Now, what parts of the sage circle do you find? Um, Cause there's a lot of different things in there that people can use. What parts do you find uh, resonate with you or have helped enhance what you're already processing? Well, the group um, allowed me to have a safe place, first of all, to be able to communicate with people that wouldn't think I was nuts. You know, um, that was my first thing. Like, who am I going to, who am I going to talk to? Who can I ask questions? You know, where can I just process all of this. And so that was huge to have a place to go to literally not only share my stories or ask my own questions, but what I realized when I got in there and started reading other people's um, you know, posts is that we're all at different places. There is no place you need to be at right now. It's wherever you're, you are at the moment that you are. And people are at different points along their journey. And at first I was like thinking that, you know, oh, I'll, I'll put this out there and I'll ask a question. But when I realized when I was reading some other posts that, oh, that's already happened to me, I can actually support them in their journey, that that was like twofold for me. So there's so many aspects of being able to support other people on their journey, but also getting support for my journey as well. Um, and just a safe environment and safe place to share stories. And the, what I love is being able to go through something, like you said, come out the other side of the experience and then turn around and be able to help somebody else who's going through it. It just deepens it and solidifies it for yourself as well. So yeah. it's healing all around. It's so healing and it's so supportive and I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for it. Well, that leads me to another question too, is 
now that you have made this conscious, did you see something shift when you made that conscious decision of, I need to learn, I need to, you know, step in and what, what positive effects have that had, has that had in your life? So I think that because I'm a coach, a personal development coach that, um, and since I can help people with anything that they're going through in life transitions or, you know, anything with these tangible tools, like tangible meaning, you know, I can pull something out of my toolbox, like meditation or journaling or all those things that are tangible. Now, since I've embraced this aspect, it kind of complements my coaching and I can pull from an intuitive space to help someone even if they don't know where they need their help, well, guess what? I'm here to guide you to where I can help you the most because that's where it, you know, that's where we go. And I also have this really abstract um, side of it where a spirit might pop in and help me with that guidance or give a message to the person um, that I'm speaking to. And at first it was people that I, I knew. And now I find that yeah, even when I'm talking to someone that I don't know, know there's spirit that could pop in um, and, and help me with that conversation. So I have every tool that I could possibly have and I'm just continuing to educate myself on it so that I can use it to the best ability. That's fantastic because instead of waiting to hear the block and then addressing it you know, with skill as, as a life coach, you're able to hone in on the blocks, bring them to the surface sooner, which speeds up this person's development and helps them. And, and so you're speeding up their path in such a loving way. Uh, I feel like I, I am, and I'm supposed to be, and this is just part of the the path and the intuitive side kind of came with it. And now, you know, that I can uh, connect with spirit. It's also uh, part of my purpose at this point. And what way would you say that you use it? Do, do you use it? Do you use your intuition in your day-to-day life for yourself personally as well? I'm learning through your course how to do that. Yes. Um, so I have, I've practiced it with my own personal um, daily or monthly journey. And then I've also used it to help others. So yeah, I use it for both. I love that because I can feel just talking to you, you're a giver. You're a giver and a giver and a giver and you have so much compassion. And a lot of times us givers can get caught into not giving to ourselves as well. I've learned that um, a a big part of uh, my my coaching is also self-care. So I created National Self-Care Day and the first one is actually gonna be um, in April of this year, April 5th, 2021 is National Self-Care Day. And so I'm a huge, I I didn't used to be because I never took care of myself. And through my journey, um, I've learned that, yeah, if you don't take care of yourself first and really get yourself to a place of, you know, you're just, your soul meeting your, you know, everything, your human, your soul, all kind of meeting in the same place and coming from a place of love that you can't really be there fully for other people. So in order to do that, yes, I spend time on my own uh, self-care journey, which includes, you know, meditation, but it has a double purpose for me now. Yes, on the one hand, it helps me, but yet I'm also picking things for my self-care that will open up my intuition so I can help other people. 
even more. Even more. Yeah, exactly. I tend to, I fall into that as well. The self-care pattern. It's like, okay, I got to, you know, I need to fill up. I need to fill up my energy. <laughs> and there are times where sometimes I'll say, you know, Bo, don't you want to help people more? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, good. Then do this. So then you'll be able to help people more. So it's, it's a great way to step into it. Yeah. I've learned how to raise my, I mean, and, and if you had asked me three years ago, what a vibrational energy was, I would have looked at you like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And now if I, I mean, I work, I work hard to raise that vibrational energy to keep it at a certain place because we all get knocked down every day, even the best of us, no matter how hard we try to keep our vibrational energy up there, there's people around us that will literally knock us down here, knock us down there. And so you have to learn how to keep that energy up to be able to just let that stuff kind of roll off and not let that stuff stop you from moving forward on your own path and purpose in life. And I think that that's what stops a lot of people is fear of what other people are going to say or fear of judgment or fear of all those things. And honestly, throughout your course, it's helped me to get to a place where you, know, you can think what you want, but this is what I'm doing and I'm not scared to put it out there now. And obviously me doing this podcast is stepping out of my comfort zone and box because people are going to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just part of I don't know that I could have done this a year ago, you know, um, but now I, I have to without the fear of people judging me for what I'm doing. You're honoring yourself yes. and where you've come and who you really are. Yes. And I wish that everyone that I met all the time could do this. It's just so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you have one last word of wisdom? If hmm. there was one thing you could tell somebody on their spiritual path, what would that one thing be? Um, most important and which I learned from you. So I'm very grateful for this is patience. Um, you know, patience in just allowing yourself to learn, allowing yourself to, um, you know, the willingness to just be open and receive and learn and educate, but not, um, not, I want to say not depending right away on an answer because that will frustrate you. And I've gotten frustrated many times going, why isn't this happening quicker? I need this answer. I need to know how to do this, you know? Um, and if you're just patient, the universe will bring you what you need to know at that moment. And I can use an example, actually. Um, the example is when I'm communicating with spirit, I want more, terms like I want more you know visuals like I want to know what something means can give me something that that means something that I can literally tell this person you know right now a lot of it is just all intuitive feeling what I'm getting and I don't visually get I've gotten one visual and um, I get frustrated that I'm not learning my dictionary terms quicker but I am also noticing and realizing that I'm being given the terms and what I need to know so that I don't get overloaded and don't get overwhelmed with the process because there is so much to learn, but it's a process and you're not going to learn it all in a month, a day, a year, you know, it's, it's a process and just be open to it and be patient for sure. Be patient. Be patient. That is one of my favorites. Yeah. I love that. And I want to say thank you for 
being a life coach and bringing this unconditional love to your clients and um, sending that love out in the ripple effect and working to help raise up other people's vibrations and making a difference in the world as well. I just want to say thank you for that because that touches my heart. Thank you. I, I honestly wouldn't be able to do it to the extent that I'm doing it if it wasn't for you and your course and your valuable uh, input and insight and guidance in this whole process. So thank you so much. Thank you for coming on here with me today. It really means a lot to be able to connect one-on-one -on -one with a member. And I know we're on the big collective and we're raising you know, our vibration and such, but to have a moment like this where you can share with the public and the public can listen and where you can, you know, put your heart out there, loving unconditionally somebody that might be hearing the words. It means a lot to me.